that one must bench out loud. And other details concerning benching. You can bench in any language. One must hear that which one is saying. If you didn't hear it, then you still fulfilled your obligation. As long as you say it with your lips. Some say that the Balbas, the householder with his children and wife, should bench out loud in order that they should fulfill their benching by his bracha. Even if someone is so drunk that they cannot speak properly, they can still bench. Hey, if somebody benched and there was excrement uh, nearby, or he was drunk, completely drunk. The Tassus and Rush are not sure whether he needs to go back and rebench. And because of urine, obviously one doesn't need to rebench. If women and children are obligated to bench, women are obligated to benching. But it's a doubt whether they are biblically obligated and thus able to bench on behalf of men. Or if they're only rabbinically obligated and therefore only able to bench on behalf of those who have a similar rabbinic obligation. Says the Ramah, Vayinah comes from Kuftari Tess, Be'inin Zimon Shalahem, and look further concerning making a Zimon for women. Be'ez, Katan Chayv Med Rabbanon, K'day Lechanchay, a child is obligated rabbinically in order to educate him, Ba'ehid Ben Mavarach La'aviv, and that which we say that a child can bench on behalf of a parent, K'shalai Achal Ha'av K'day Sphere, that's only when the parent didn't eat enough to satisfy them. Shein Chayv Med Rabbanon, which in such a case they would only be obligated rabbinically to bench. Simon Kuv Pei Zayin, Details in the text of the benching. Some say the bracha, blessed is the one who satiates those who are hungry, but one should not say that. And someone who adds that is actually detracting. However, if you said, instead of the bracha of Hazan, the first bracha, you said the line, uh, Blessed be the merciful king, uh, the master of this bread, he is fulfilled. And some say that you need to conclude that uh, line with, Blessed be the merciful one who satisfies everything. In the bracha over the land, the second bracha of benching. La Rosh, according to the Rosh, La Yama, he shouldn't say, Shintchalta la viseno ereschendo vechula bris vetara. So the Gemara says that you need to mention bris, covenant, and tara. So you might think that you need to say it all in the first way that God has uh, given us the land and everything, including the bris and the tara. Don't say that. Because you're going to anyway say for the bris that you sealed in our flesh and for the tara that you've taught us, and once to mention it is sufficient. You don't actually have to mention bris and tara, specifically those words. And the words of the rush are the main. If you didn't mention bris and tara in our formula uh, during the bracha of Noida, even if you only left one of them out, so you have to go back. And women and slaves shouldn't mention bris and tara because women don't have a bris, and servants don't have tara. 
If you didn't mention in the third bracha of Ben Yerushalayim the kingdom of the house of David, Machzir Menor said you have to go back. Says Ramav, Emrim Al Hanisim Chanukah B'Purim, and on Chanukah B'Purim we add in Al Hanisim Kodem V'Alokol before you begin the paragraph of V'Alokol. V'Imloy Amrei and Machzir Menor said if you didn't mention it, you don't have to go back. V'Ayin L'Kamen Sim Tafresh Base. M'Kol M'Kam Nevelas Yuchal Amrei B'Sech Shar Harachaman. Nevertheless, you can say it uh, later in the Harachaman. The Yemen you should say Harachaman who Yasalanu Nisim may the most the merciful one may he make for us miracles. As he did in those days. And this is the minic. The uh, text for the third bracha of Dinah Berachos Mazen Shabbos and the laws benching on Shabbos. But Tov Berachos Mazen and one who errs in benching avoid Yud Zifim. Aleph. After Shechasam Bonei Yerushalayim. After you conclude the third bracha, who rebuilds Jerusalem? Yana Amen. After Berachos Atma, you should answer Amen to your own bracha. Mipnei Shehi Siyum Habrachos Daraisa because it's a conclusion of the biblical brachas for benching. That Tov Ametiv Enu Daraisa because the fourth bracha of Tov Ametiv is not biblical in nature. Beis Amen Zeh Yemren Balachas. You should say this Amen quietly. Kadeshal Yagishu Shebirachos. In order that people shouldn't realize that the fourth bracha is not uh, um, biblical, and they'll come to take it lightly. Says That's only when you're benching alone. And you're not answering amen to any other brachas. But when you're benching with a zimon, you answer after it just like any amen that you answer for the first brachas. Even though the one who is benching also answers, it's not so apparent. Because others are also answering amen with him. And so is the minig in these countries to say, it out loud, even the one who is leading benching, when they're doing a zimun, maybe it's for this reason. Gimel. You have to mention in the third bracha the kingdom of the house of David, and you don't mention a name and another kingdom. But I'm a one who says, and your kingdom and the kingdom of the house of David, your anointed one. <clears throat> because one shouldn't equate the kingdom of this world with the kingdom of heaven. And one should also not say in it, Our Father, our King. And some say that even when you say, You don't have the conclusion of the king who is gracious and merciful. But skip the word, It's a good idea. But I haven't seen people actually do that. The text of the bracha is that you begin by saying, uh, Hashem, our God, have mercy, or Hashem, our God, give comfort. And you conclude, the one who rebuilds Jerusalem, or Menachem Tzion, or the one who comforts Zion, with the rebuilding Jerusalem. And one shouldn't change the Nusach from Shabbos to weekday, whether it's Shabbos or weekday, it's the same text. Uh, some say that the one says he rebuilds with his mercy. Jerusalem and that's our minute. Hey, the Shabbos Omer Bar on Shabbos we say in it and and if we have both of them at once, first we say then afterwards You don't add the Shabbos into the Yalav Nor the other festive days do we add into the Ritzei. Vav If you erred and you didn't mention Shabbos, you say 
a bracha shenasan Shabbos l'menucha who has given Shabboses for rest l'amo Yisrael b'ahava to his people Israel with love l'ois b'livris for a sign and a covenant baruch atah Hashem kaddish Shabbos blessed are you Hashem who sanctifies the Shabbos in tavli his kishel yamtiv and if you erred and you didn't mention yamtiv Omer he says and you add this after the bracha of Benev Rachma Rishlaim Amen baruch atah Hashem alikem malachay lom asher nasan yom tovim l'Israel who has given festive days to Israel l'sasan l'simcha for joy and for happiness as yom chag plani azeh for this specific day of uh, festival, Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed Hashem, who sanctifies Israel and the times. And if Yomtev fell on Shabbos, Omer, you say, who was given Shabbos for rest, to his people Israel with love, for a sign and a covenant, and festive days for joy and happiness, for this um, such and such a festival day, Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed Hashem, who sanctifies Shabbos and Israel and the times. And all of these brachas, one mentions God's name and kingship. And this that we that it suffices with that that bracha. That's only if you remember before you began the fourth bracha of Hatova If you didn't remember until after you had started the next bracha, you have to go back to the beginning of benching. If you erred and you didn't mention whether during the day or night, Omer, you say, Blessed is the one who is given Rosh Chodesh to his people Israel as a remembrance, and you don't have a conclusion. And again, that's as long as you remember before you began the next Racha. If you didn't remember before you began the next Racha, you don't go back to the beginning of Benjamin. Because it's no obligation to eat bread on Rosh Chodesh such that it would require you to bench. And has the same law as Rosh uh, Maybe, nevertheless, we should mention it uh, amidst the other Harachamans, as we mentioned above regarding the if one missed Alanism, and maybe we could make a distinction. That in Yalaviyava there are mention of God's name, and we shouldn't say it in vain. That would appear to me. The case for Hainogan and that's Aminuk continues in Chaber. And you mentioned Shabbos and you didn't mention Rishkoish. And you didn't remember until you began. And you don't go back. And if you forgot uh, Shabbos and you remembered before you began Hatova Metiv, Kolal Rosh Chodesh in Shabbos, you include the Rosh Chodesh with the Shabbos for Omer and you say, who is given. Uh, Shabbos is for rest, Rosh Hashanah is the Zikaron, and Rosh Chodesh is for remembrance. And if you began, you need to get back to the beginning benching. And this time you do mention both Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. If you forgot Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, and you remembered before you began, you say, who has given us Shabbos for rest and Rosh Chodesh for remembrance, and you conclude with that of Shabbos, but you don't conclude about Rosh Chodesh. Ches, Surah Shabbos, the third meal, Shal Shodesh, on Shabbos. Dinak Rosh Chodesh has the same law as Rosh Chodesh. Tes, Gimel Sha'achla B'Shavasas Yomtev, three people who ate together on Shabbos and Yomtev, V'Shachul L'Haskirim Ein Hamorah, and they forgot to mention the special day in the benching, then Shachul L'Haskirim Ein Hamorah, and they forgot to need to go back to the beginning of benching, Yivarachol Echav B'Nei Asmoi, Ki Midei Zimon Fahar Yatso, each person can bench alone, because they've already fulfilled their obligation of the Zimon. 
Yud. If he was eating and Shabbos went out, you nonetheless still say Ritzei, because we follow the beginning of the meal. The same thing would apply to Chanukah. The text of the fourth bracha and its laws of Vibay Sefen. For the fourth bracha, you shouldn't say tisbarach, and you shouldn't say hachai, only in a house of mourning. And we mention the three kingships, and we mention three good things, and things, three things that have been bestowed, Base. The base of Avel in a Shiva house. I remember one says, Baruch Atah Hashem Lekan Malachay Lom. HaKel Avinu Malkeinu Bireinu Goyleinu Kedoshenu Kedosh Yaakov HaMelech HaChai HaToiv VaMetiv El Emes Dayan Emes V'cholo. Says the Ramav, I'm Biyaradeh Simen Shin Ayin Tess. Simen Kuf Tzadi. Shsiyas Hayayin Achar Habracha V'dinov. The drinking of the wine after you finish benching and it's laws of Oyei Sefim. After you conclude benching, you make a hagafen, and you should, ta- and the one who's leading benching should taste some of the wine. Says and if he pours between the bracha and the drink and the tasting, Continues. Afterwards, other people can partake of that kreshel bracha. If they've all been part of that one cup, and the one who is leading benching can pour from his cup into their empty cups, but they shouldn't drink until he drinks. But if they're not part of his cup, if they have their own cups, then they can drink from their own cups before he, the benching leader drinks from his. Uh, you only need the one who's leading benching only needs to pour from his cup to the other people's cups uh, if the cups of the other diners are defective after you drink the cup of benching you need to make the after bracha the alagafen the amount of wine that you need to drink in order to be obligated in an after bracha it's doubtful whether you need a kazais or a Therefore, you should make sure to have either less than a kazais or more than a revius in order to avoid any doubt. And here, you can't drink less than a kazais. Because any time that you need to use a cup for a bracha, you need to at least drink a cheekful, which is the majority of a revius. Therefore, you need to drink uh, a, a complete revius. If the one who's leading benching doesn't want to drink, then one of the people who is joining the meal should drink the appropriate amount. And you can't have two people who are drinking and together they make up the required amount. Nevertheless, the choicest way of doing the mitzvah is that everybody should have a little part of the koshel bracha. If they're dining in a large uh, group. And they don't know how far the coast of benching will last. Anyone who is part of the numbers that we're not sure it would have reached needs to make a separate hagafen. If workers need to bench. Workers who are doing their work um, at a householder can shorten their benching. In order not to 
negate their time, their work time. Ketzad, how is this? The first bracha you leave as is. But the second, you open it up with a bracha about the land and you include into it the rebuilding of Yerushalayim and you conclude with the bracha of the land. Don't say the fourth bracha at all. When they take their payment for their work apart from the meal, but if their only payment is the meal itself, then they need to make all brachas the way it's arranged in the benching. And also, if the householder, if the owner is dining with them, even if they're being paid apart from the meal, then they are required to make all four brachas. And nowadays, everybody always makes all four brachas. Because people are not concerned, are not worried about this. And Presumably, that's the person's intent, that when they hire workers, they want them to make all four brachas the way it, they are arranged. It's forbidden to start working while you're still benching. Making a zimun with three or with ten. If there were three people dining together, they're obligated to make a zimun. The one of them says, They respond and say, And then he responds and says, And if there are four people benching together, then one person can say, you bless in the imperative that you've eaten from his. But it's better that he should say, let us bless. Not to exclude himself from the group. If there are ten people, they need to mention Hashem's name. But he says, And they respond and And one shouldn't say, let us bless to our God with a Lamed. And whether there are ten people, or a hundred, or a thousand, or ten thousand, this is the way that they bench. Anyone who changes this text, for example, if he says, let us bless over the food that we ate, or he says, to he, to, to him that we ate of his, or he says, instead of saying, he says, or he changes to Chaim, this is, a boorish practice. When there are ten people, once they mention Hashem's name, one can say, Let us bless our God for the food that He has given of His. If they have a minion, but they didn't mention Hashem's name, they shouldn't go back. But if they did not yet respond, then uh, they can go back and re uh, bench, re do the Muslim again with Hashem's name. Whether one can join a zimon or not, two people together, even though one person can exempt his friend with his bracha of hamotzi. Nevertheless, when it comes to benching, ideally each person should bench on their own. When we're talking about when they both know how to bench, but if one person knows but the other person doesn't, then the one who does know should bench. And the second person should thereby fulfill his obligation. It may be in Lashon Kodesh, uh, if he understands Hebrew, but he just doesn't know how to bench. And he needs to 
focus on each word that the friend is saying. And the one who is doing the benching needs to have in mind to fulfill the other fellow's benching. If he doesn't understand Hebrew, he doesn't fulfill his obligation by listening. The three people that ate together, they shouldn't separate. And two people who ate, it's a mitzvah that they should seek a third person who can join together with them for Zimon. And similarly, four or five people shouldn't uh, separate. Because they've all become obligated in the Zimon. If you've got six, then they can divide. Since there will still be a zimun for each of the groups, Adasara up to ten. And if you've got ten, then they can't divide, subdivide until you reach twenty. Because now they're obligated in a zimun with Hashem's name. Uh, and then if they had twenty, they could subdivide and if they wanted. And it appeared to me that if they have six, they're not obligated to subdivide. It's only if they wanted to, they could. And it's a mitzvah to seek ten people to bench together. If a lot of people were dining together and they couldn't hear the zimun from the person leading, and they're unable to separate into separate groups of ten and ten because they'll need to bench out loud. And the householder will hear and he will get upset. Then they can subdivide into groups of three and to bench quietly so that the householder doesn't hear. And that's better rather than if they would have a large group and not be able to hear the zimun properly because the group's too large for them to be able to hear from the one leading. Even if they didn't establish from the outset that they would all eat together, but two people started eating, and then a third person came along and joined them, or one person started eating, and then two people then joined him, they cannot divide, separate, because they're sitting together at the end of the eating. If he's eating with them without having fixed himself there, they could divide, unless he is the waiter. Nevertheless, even in any situation where they're allowed to subdivide, it's better that they bench together. Because there's always greater glory for the king with more people. If they were traveling, riding, they said, let's eat. Even though each, people, each person is eating from his own loaf, they didn't descend from the animals, they can still join together with benching, because they all stopped together in one place. If they were still going along and eating, they can't. If they were eating in a field, spread out and separate, even though they are all eating at the same time and from one loaf, since they didn't fix a place to eat, they don't join. The menig is not to do a zimun in, in an idolater's house, and it would appear to me the reason is because they can't fix themselves in an idolater's house. Because they're concerned of the fear of the idolaters, and it's as if they didn't eat in a fixed way. And there's also concern for danger. If they change the text of the bracha and they don't say that may Hashem bless the owner of this house, therefore, from the outset, they only set themselves up to bench alone. And therefore, we don't change that practice, even if these 
reasons weren't adequate. Nevertheless, since we're already not as accustomed to Bench and Idolater's house together, uh, it's considered as if the place wasn't fixed together. Three people sat down to eat and made the bracha of Hamosi. Even if each person's eating from their own loaf, and even if they didn't yet eat a full kazayas of bread, they cannot separate. Hey, three people that arrived from three separate groups of three individuals. And these three people joined together. If they already made a zimun in their previous group, like for example, if they stayed together and then separated after the person who was leading had finished his first paragraph, then they can't make a zimun again. Even though these three afterwards ate together and then concluded their meal. However, if they didn't make the zimun in their place, they need to make a zimun and they can't separate uh, now in their new group of three. Even if these three uh, who have now joined together haven't eaten together. Let's say you've got three groups, each containing four people. And one person from each group separated and joined a different group. And the three people from the first group made a zimon. So the opportunity to do the zimon has already now flown because his friends already made the zimon. And the same thing would apply if there were only three people in each group. And one person from each of these groups went before they did the zimon. And these three uh, joined together. And one person came to each group and so a new person came and joined the two remaining people and they made a zimun. So the zimun has now flown away from these three because their groups have already made a zimun even though they themselves were part of that zimun. Three groups who ate and in each group there are three people. So each person is forbidden to separate from his group and to make a zimun together. Because the two remaining people in each group won't be able to make a zimun afterwards. If there were four in each group, then one person from each group can separate and make a zimun together. And those remaining should make their zimun each group in its place.